is Hebrew Hits, presented by JTribeRadio.com. I'm your host, Malia, and I sit down with people who live by the motto, it's what you do with what you have that makes a difference. You're listening to the voice of J-Tribe Radio. My name is Malia, and I am so excited to welcome Shlomo Levenger to the show. He's on the phone with me. He is the one, the only Jewish magician. How you doing today? I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm good. How's it going with the coronavirus that's going on? Are you staying home? Um, yeah, I'm home. I've been home for the last two weeks. Uh, pretty much haven't left my house. Uh, just to get some groceries, but that's about it. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Just entire schedule is totally different. Um, a lot more time at home, a lot more time to be able to uh, to uh, focus on creating magic instead of performing because there's not that many shows right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of uh, Instagram live and Zoom shows, uh, so those are fun, but they're just not the same as a live, live show. So those are great, but uh, I would love to get back to performing. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably where you feel the best, right? When you're performing and doing your magic? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's exciting, and uh, the Zoom shows are great, but they, you know, it's not the same feel. I see on your Instagram it says that you did an ABC TV, like we could see you on ABC TV. What is that about? Yeah, so last year um, I helped a friend out with a proposal. Um, I helped him propose, um, and uh, the whole thing was filmed, and I put it on YouTube with his permission, obviously, and... Uh, ABC, I guess, saw it on my YouTube channel, and they uh, asked me, they sent me an email, they asked me if they can air the proposal, the magical proposal, and so I asked my friend if he was, if he was okay with it, um, he said he was fine, it was fine, and then uh, I, they, they, they took the footage and they aired it on a show called Right This Minute, which is on ABC, and they talked about it, and uh, yeah, it was really cool. Any publicity is good publicity, um, but this especially... Uh, was pretty cool because it aired um, it aired all over the entire country. So that was pretty crazy. So cool. When they first when they first emailed you, did you think it was like really ABC or you were questionable? How did you react? Yeah. So I I was a little confused at first, I, and I looked at the email and I was I was right away I was I got super excited because I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like what? Like how? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, yeah, I just had to do a little bit of of research. Um, because uh, I just wanted to make sure that everything was legit. Um, and, yeah, so I, I basically gave them permission to use the footage, and I kept the rights. I own the rights to the footage. Um, after that, I had a couple other um, media outlets reach out to me. Um, so uh, there, was a, there, was a, there was a company, a, um, a media company, who helped me uh, with the rights. Well, they, they own... They, right now, they own the rights for the next, I think, couple months now. But uh, they basically gave it out to a lot of other media outlets. Um, mm. So People.com wrote an article on it, and uh, a couple other websites, a couple other big websites uh, picked it up. And, yeah, it got a lot of proposal video. It's all the same video? Yeah, yeah, it's the same video. And uh, mm-hmm. they um, People.com, People.com uh, actually... Um, put it on their Facebook page, which has like over a million followers, and wow. it got like millions of views, which is pretty cool. And even the one on my YouTube channel has twenty thousand views, which is my most viewed video. So, uh, yeah, if you want to wow. go check out my YouTube channel, if you want to go check out my YouTube channel, I have tons of uh, family-friendly uh, magic uh, videos 
that you guys can check out, which is pretty cool. I'm going to link it in the description. I'm going to link your YouTube channel, definitely. It's, it's just meant for family fun. It's great. That's awesome. So how did you get started with magic? Like, how old were you? What's the background? Uh, so I started magic when I was 14 years old. Uh, I'm 22 now, so almost 23. But I started about eight years ago. And um, I was in ninth grade at the time. Uh, I, was, I, I happened to have seen a video on YouTube of a magician performing. And it was something, it wasn't, you know, because when, when I was a kid, the way everyone pictures magicians is like, you know, this guy who comes to the birthday parties with like a top hat. Um, and this, this guy was like super cool. He was like a regular dude. And he, he was, he did something he did. I think it was a card trick, um, that was like impossible to me. And I was like, I got to know how this was done. So I, uh, I did a little more research and started getting into it. And, uh, yeah. And, and from there, a lot of, there's a lot of people who get into magic, like for like a week and then drop it. I just kept doing it. So yeah, here I am. <laughs> awesome. And that's like you you feel like that's what you're 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 born for, like that's what you want to do, right? That's like your your goal. So yeah, from a young age I was always like I was always into like I guess performing. Not really. I was never like that super loud kid. Um but I don't know, when I was when I was younger, I was able to do like a ha- like a headstand and like juggle a little bit, like some clubs and oh, wow. stuff and different different stuff like that. But um but yeah, and then and then I kind of dropped that because I was like, all right, like you could once you get to a certain point. At least for me, I felt like once I got to a certain point with juggling, um, it was like you know you, you do the you do the knives, you do the fire, and now like now what you know like this. I always wanted to keep progressing, um, and then I felt like with magic, I was able to do that because there's always it always gets tougher and there's always more to learn. So. I, I kind of picked that up and uh, I just stuck with it. That's so cool. Um, have you ever made up your own tricks or do you just use other tricks that magicians use? Yeah, so um, I enjoy creating magic as well. And uh, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of stuff that I've come up with over the years. Some of it good, some of it not so good. Um, but there's one thing, one trick in particular, um, which is actually available for purchase, um, in the magic, in the magic, uh, community, which is, uh, it's a trick call I call quick pay. Uh, it's basically where a, uh, a playing card visually and instantly turns into a dollar bill, um, which is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, it, it sells on in the magic, the way that magic works with like buying and selling a lot of magicians create magic and then sell it. Um, on these magic websites. So there's like magic Amazon, like picture Amazon, but just magic. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot, there's a few of these major companies. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's my, my trick is available on penguinmagic.com. Uh, it's 12 bucks. It's a super cool trick. It looks great on camera. Um, you can, you can for sure do it live. It looks great live too. No, that's really, that's, that's really cool. I have a question though. Like it seems like you don't even have to work because if you could take playing cards and turn them into money, then that's really cool. <laughs> I yeah. wish it was real. Obviously, obviously, all magic is just either sleight of hand, um, illusion, or misdirection, or all three. Um, but uh, yeah, I wish I could do that for real because then uh, I'll just uh, keep doing it. So um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just it's it's a it's a it's, I'm not going to give away how the trick works, but uh, it is it is you you could hand them a real dollar bill at the end, which is pretty cool and. Uh, the playing card is, you know, you can you can pull it out of a normal deck of cards. So it does, it has the illusion that it that it's obviously real, but it's not. <laughs> but it looks cool. So that's cool. So in your in your your trick that you, people could buy, they could learn how to do this specific trick. 
Yeah, exactly. So it basically, um, if you go on penguinmagic.com, you can see the trailer. Um, I put together a trailer for the trick where you see me performing mm-hmm. it out in the street. Um, and then it, when you purchase the trick, it, you buy, you're buying it from, for this trick, at least you're buying a download, uh, which is, uh, you know, once you purchase it, you download, you download the trick onto your computer and then, or your phone and you can, uh, you can watch, uh, it's a whole explanation. It's a 25 to 30 minute, uh, video of me teaching you how to build the trick, number one, and then number two, how to perform it. So you get everything when you buy it. So it doesn't come with the playing card. It comes, it, right? It's just a visual video. Of- so, yeah, it, I, teach you how to, I teach you how to build the gimmick, which is the gimmick is like the prop. There's a prop that you need, and I teach you how to make it. So uh, it's pretty cool. That is so cool that you came up with your own trick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, That's awesome. fun. That's so cool. <laughs> That's really cool. What's your favorite um, aspect of being a magician? Uh, my favorite aspect of being a magician, I would have to say, uh, is being able to number one, um, let people, uh, be entertained. And I know entertainment's huge because, um, it makes people happy and people love, uh, watching good entertainment. Um, people love going to great concerts, seeing good shows. Um, and I think my show is a prime example of that because people seem to be really entertained by it and it mm-hmm. puts a smile on people's faces and the reactions that you get from magic are like no, like nothing else. Um, from comedy, you'll get a laugh, or you'll get uh, you'll you know from from sing, from a song, you get a round of applause. But uh, magic is just the reactions are something that you that you just don't normally see. Yeah, and everyone really reacts differently. Some people are more you know they react they they're louder. <laughs> so that's that's always fun when you get people who have these crazy reactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the reactions that that I get to magic are just they're it's something different and it's something special. Awesome. When you perform, do you go to people's houses or let's say nursing homes or you have a stage where people come to you? Um, so generally, um, I do mostly like, so private events. So yeah. So like if someone, uh, has a birthday party in, in a restaurant, they'll bring me to the restaurant and I'll go there and I'll, and I'll perform a show or I'll do close up where I go table to table and I walk around and it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's two, it's two separate things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll do a lot of, I do a lot of Sheva Brachos. I do a lot of that, which is super popular now, um, to have entertainment at Sheva Brachos, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, those are some of my favorite shows. Um, in the summers, I do a lot of camps. So a lot of camps will have a stage. So that's a stage mm-hmm. show, but I'm coming to them. Um, I once in a while have shows where people are paying to come see me, which is pretty cool. Um, but more often it's, uh, me being hired out to, you know, to parties or events mm-hmm. and different things to perform. In your future, like, goal, what you're, what you're thinking, do you ever envision having a show, like, let's say, Penn & Teller, you know? Like, sure. people, you know, is that what you want, or you, you like going to private events, and that's what you see in the future? Um, so there's, there's pros and cons to both. Um, I think that with private events, uh, it's, much more, um, it's much more personal, in a way, because uh, you can interact with each and every mm-hmm. person um, that's at the event, or as many as you can get to, at least um, is with a with a sh- with a stage show or something that people are paying for every night. Um, there's less of that, um, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, a stage show that would be great. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I never really thought about it, but uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I would be okay with that. I mean. I can't tell you exactly, you know, how, you know, how things are going to go down the line in terms of my life, but, uh, right. you know, it, it's, I mean, I never really thought about it. So that's, that is a good question. Um, and I would say that I would just have to wait and see and 
take it day by day. Right, because I would think it would be like a very, you know, like a stability for you. I don't think there's, I don't, I don't think there's a firm magician who, who, who has that or ha- ever, ever had that. I've never seen anybody who has a full stage show that people come to and pay for every single night. Um, yeah, I, I've never seen that. And I think it happens to be that a lot of money is made on weekends with these types of shows. Um, and obviously, like, that wouldn't be an option for me. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's even a possibility, but if it is, right. I would for sure be open to it, I think. So, Shlomo, what is your favorite trick you have ever performed? My favorite trick I've ever performed? That's a great question. Um, I think that my favorite trick has to be uh, one of two things. Um, there's a trick in my show where I make, uh, I make an object in, uh, appear in an impossible location, um, and that to me is super cool because it's really impossible, and that gets some really, really great reactions. Um, and then my second option is actually like a close-up option. I do this trick mm-hmm. close-up a lot, and it's one of the more popular magic tricks on the market, and it's something that people always ask me about, and it's uh, I'll draw something on my hand, uh, take it off my hand, and then make it appear on someone else's hand, which is pretty crazy. How do you and do that? I don't, I don't go near them. I don't touch them. So it's really impossible, and uh, that's one of my favorites, and I think that's actually – Probably one of the one of the things that a lot of magicians there's a lot of magicians who perform it just because it's such a good trick and uh, I enjoy doing it so that's probably one of my favorites. Hold on, so you don't ever touch this person, or nobody touches. I mean, I'm not. I can't go into how the trick works because then how everyone's you- gonna know because <laughs> everyone's listening to this. But um, yeah, I mean, again, all, all magic is sleight of hand or misdirection. Um, so there is obviously a way that the trick works, but uh, right. it's top secret. <laughs> Does it does it disappear off your hand? It does, right? That's what you're saying. You transfer. Yeah, yeah. So I I I pull I pull I, I make a little X. I pull it off my hand, and then um, without touching them, it lands on their hand. What color and, is uh, the X? It's a black sharpie. Uh, it's just a sharpie oh. X. Yeah, there's videos of me doing it on my Instagram that you can check hey, I'm out. Check there's, that one out. There's there's a, a couple videos actually. So it's a fan favorite. <laughs> I I've seen a lot of your magic, but I have I don't know why I have not seen that one. But I'm definitely going to yeah. check it out because that sounds really cool. I'm going to look very closely, by the way, to see if you <laughs> write, write an X on uh, the person's hand because I don't yeah, know Yeah, hopefully you don't works. catch how I do it. That wouldn't be good for me. <laughs> um, well, what, well, we know now what your um, favorite trick is. What is your most difficult trick to perform? So my most difficult trick to perform uh, is actually something that I did only one time. Actually, I did it twice. Uh, the first time I did it was the most difficult because there was a lot of planning and preparation that went into it beforehand. Um, one thing about magic actually is that people don't assume that the magician is going to go so far and do such crazy things for this trick to work for the trick to work. When in reality, like we'll, we'll go above and beyond to make sure that, that the trick is crazy and you, people just don't assume that we, that we'll do that. But the trick was where I had someone in the street. I was actually filming with a friend of mine, Akiva, who runs a really awesome YouTube channel called Kosher Vids. Um, we were filming for his channel, actually. Um, and I basically had someone on the street take a card, sign it. Um, we put it back in the deck. I put it back in the deck, shuffled the deck, took the cards. And since we were on the street, uh, there was storefronts like all along the street. Took mm-hmm. the cards, threw them at the glass window of the storefront, and the card went through the glass and was stuck on the other side of the glass with their signature, what? same exact card. Uh, and yeah, they went into the store, they were able to peel it off and yeah, it was the exact same what? card with the signature. 
um, which was definitely one of the most difficult because there was a lot of planning and preparation that went into that. Yeah, and you can you can see it on Kosher Vids uh, on his YouTube channel. Um, the video is called, um, I think, something along the lines of Magic with Shlomo Levenger. I'm not really sure exactly what it's called, but if you just search my name and you search Kosher Vids, you'll find the video. It's a really awesome video with, with a message that's actually like, don't, you know, don't, don't give up just because there's failures. Uh, don't give up because eventually, hopefully, it will pan out. Um, and the video is basically me going over to people and asking them if they want to see magic. And a lot of people saying no at first. And then eventually we got people to say yes. And then we were able to show them some awesome magic. So that was a fun video. So that card that had the, na- that had the yeah. signature on it, that always stayed in your hands until it was behind the glass? The other side? Yeah, I mean, again, so like the the method to the trick was super cool. was 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 insane. Um, there was a lot that went into it, and uh, again, I don't want to say too much, but I mm-hmm. I could definitely tell you that there were other factors involved in this trick. That there were other factors involved in this trick that you, that people would, if I told you how the trick would work or how the trick worked, you would tell me I'm crazy, and I, you would tell me that that you went way out of your way and way too far to make the trick work. But uh, at the end of the day, it worked, and it, it, it looked really cool, and I was really happy with it. So You're saying, like, it took a very long time to prep, or you just did crazy um, things out just, of your way to... Yeah, no, so the method to the trick was just something, like, totally out of the box, and, like, it, it took... It took... Uh, it wasn't, like... It wasn't something that I was easily able to... E- easily able to pull off. It, it was a lot of misdirection and a lot of uh, making sure they didn't see how the card got to the other side of the glass. That was pretty much... Yeah. Well, wow. so you're talking about preparation. Um, in general, how long does it take you to prep for a show that you do? Uh, so there's, yeah, so there's two different preps. There's prep for, like, the actual show, and then once I get there, there's prep for setting up. So prep for the show to set up all the magic and make sure that all the magic in the show actually works. Usually takes me about 20 to 25 minutes uh, to prep, um, which is pretty quick, actually. It's not bad. And then I like to get to the show an hour early just to make sure that, Everything works, the sound works, sound check, and all that, and the magic is still intact. Um, and I usually like to get there an hour early. I'm usually ready to go. Uh, it usually takes me 15 to 20 minutes to be ready to go. So I can technically get there a half hour. Um, but, yeah, it's a pretty quick setup. Everything fits in my car, and it's super easy to get around with. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty easy. So have you ever had a role model, like, growing up? Absolutely. Um, I think, first of all, I think it's very important uh, for people to have role models in their life, not necessarily even with magic. I just think with anything, uh, especially with learning and with Torah and all that. Um, if you, if you, if you have a Rebbe, if you have someone you look up to, I think that's very important. Um, somebody you can always ask questions to. Um, and even with, uh, non-Torah stuff with, so for me with magic, um, when I was in high school, I had a friend of mine who was older than me. He was in base magician at the time. And he basically, he's one of the best magicians I've ever met in my life. Um, I met a lot of magicians and to this day, he's still one of the best. Um, he doesn't perform at all. He just does it as a, as a hobby, which I think is pretty crazy and cool. Um, but he taught me a lot of the stuff that I know. And, uh, he, he, he's, he's amazing. I still go to his house sometimes and we'll talk and we'll, we'll hang out and stuff. Um, and then as far as magicians go that you guys might've heard of, uh, there's, uh, obviously David Blaine. Um, I love his style because he, David Blaine does, he has a lot of street magic specials, um, that air on TV. And, uh, I, I, he's pretty much the first one to start street magic, which is one of my things. So, uh, I actually, I like his style and his performance style. 
Um, so David Blaine, Mr. Sure one. Uh, then there's two or three others. I would say that I really kind of took their styles uh, of performing uh, and made it my own. So like I, they're the one who I initially watched and I was like, all right, this guy, I like the way he performs. And I kind of mm-hmm. tried at first to copy that, but you can't fully copy someone. So I, I uh, adapted some of their personality into my own show, but uh, it's like a mixture of like a couple different magicians all combined. Um, so there's one guy, his name is Justin Wilman. Uh, he has a show on Netflix now called Magic for Humans. Um, cool. But when I, when I first watched him, it was like eight years ago, he didn't really have anything, <laughs> um, but I just really liked him and the way he performed. And then there's another guy, Justin Flom, who also has, he's been on TV a ton since, I, since I've seen him, since, since I saw him the first time. Um, but he also, I just like his cool personality and I look up to the way he performs. So those are a couple people. Your friend that you said who taught you everything, do you ever have him as like a guest on a guest with you? Not at all, actually. Like I don't, he's, he's like behind the scenes completely. Like I've never, I've never had him in a video. I've never, uh, I've never performed with him. Um, but, uh, he's totally behind the scenes. Anytime I have a question or I need to ask mm-hmm. him something, I'll call him up and he knows everything. So he'll, he'll help me out with, with literally everything. Like I, he That's taught awesome. me so much over the years. So That's yeah, he's all, he's, he's totally behind the scenes, but he's been, he's been helping me out. So that's good. That's awesome. I have one last question for you. How was it getting started on street um, magic? Was it like, did you get nervous walking that's, up to that's, people? That's an unbelievable question. Um, that, that's, that is, that's probably, yeah, that's a great question. Um, thank, you. Yeah, thank you for, thank you for asking that because um, a lot of people don't realize, they just assume that you can just walk up to people and perform for them in the street. Uh, at first it was really nerve wracking and I wasn't good at it at all. Um, and I, I, every time I went out, it took me so long to film a video cause I'm like, no, 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 not those people, not those people, not those people. And like, finally it took me like a few tries to go up to people. Um, now it's quick. I, 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 I would like to say that I feel comfortable going up to anybody. I can go up to literally anybody and show them something as long as it's in the right, uh, opportunity. Um, if someone's busy or someone's doing something, you don't want to bother them obviously because they're in the middle of doing something. Right. Um, but if you see people just hanging out and chilling and eating, you know, just whatever, relaxing, um, I, I would totally go up to anybody at this point. And that's a build up because that just took time after time of going out and filming and going out and showing people magic. And it's, it's fun to go out actually. It's fun to go show people magic mm-hmm. in the street. Um, it's, you know, you can go out on a Sunday and just, uh, go to the city and just uh, go to a park and, and, and just mess with people. And it's, it's just a ton of fun for me as well. And then you get good footage and then you can post it up online and, uh, see what people, how people, you know, React. people enjoy it as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's a really good question. Cause at first it's, it's really tough. And anybody, I would say to anybody who wants to do it or is looking into doing it, um, yeah, you just got to build up your confidence by doing it over and over. I think the most right. important thing, especially for, for performing, um, is, and it's the same thing on a stage. Like at first, super nervous, but now I'm really comfortable with it. Um, Mm. I think there's no shortcuts. Like there's no easy way to be a good performer. I think the only way to become a good performer is by doing it over and over and over and over. Um, and you know, being comfortable in in different situations, new situations. Mm. Um, so yeah, I would say that's, that that was a really good question. And I think that's very important for people to realize when, I mean, me personally, if I get out of my comfort zone and I accomplish something I wanted to do that was not in my comfort zone, I feel so much better. And I'm like, well, oh, yeah, I feel like, in the world. so my grandmother yeah. actually, my grandmother gave me a lesson. She goes, 
it's good to dream, but it's better to live. So in your case, like a lot of people want to be magicians, but, and, but they're scared like to go up to somebody, but the same thing you, you were nervous and you know, it took building up that confidence and building up, um, that I guess the strength, you know, to go up to people and you did it. And now look at you, like you have like a whole fan base. It's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird to think about, but, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I've built up over the years through social media and all that stuff. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool people who have reached out to me and had me perform for them. And um, yeah, it's just good opportunities, and I enjoy doing it. And uh, I like putting smiles on people's faces. Well, thank you so much um, for being here with me today. I'm very happy to have you here. And anything else that you want to say? Um, yeah, everyone should go. Everyone, should, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug myself. Uh, everyone, mm-hmm. go check out my uh, my Instagram at Shlomo Levenger. Uh, there's some really cool stuff on there. My YouTube. Uh, Again, just Shlomo Levenger, and then uh, there's a couple other, you know, there's any other social media. Um, I'm not really, I'm the most active on Instagram and on YouTube, um, and if you want to book me for a show, um, my email is in my Instagram bio, so you can check it out there. TikTok is big now, so I just started that. Um, we'll see how that goes, but uh, <laughs> jumped on that. If you want to go hit me up over there be my guest and uh yeah thank you for having me i'm gonna put all of your yes of course thank you for being on the show i'm gonna put all of that information in the description below amazing thank you so much it is time for shout out thursdays put your hands together because today's shout out is going to perry's pastries she gets a shout out because she dm'd hebrew hits on instagram and said she loves the music we choose and she said please Give me a shout out. Well, Perry's Pastries is located in Farakway and she makes Paris Pasisrol amazing baked goods. Go check her out on Instagram. And she is our shout out for today. Thank you so much for tuning into Hebrew Hits tonight. And thank you so much to my wonderful guest, Shlomo Levenger. You can hear Hebrew Hits on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio Podcast, and now you can listen to Hebrew Hits on the Alexa as well. Have a wonderful Pesach. See you next week.